featuring D'Addario's proprietary NY steel wire and our impossibly thin protective coating, XS Electric lets you bend further and play longer with a sound that stays timeless. Chris Keys for Premier Guitar. Today I'm joined by Matt Sweeney. Matt, how are you doing? Good. Thanks thank for you, having me. Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, you guys know Matt today is joining us because of Super Wolves, but obviously as a guitar dorks, I'm sure you've seen guitar moves, all that good stuff and vice and noisy. Uh, but Matt is today here to talk about gear, but he's openly anti, not anti-gear, but you're just not really into it. It's yeah. not your thing. Uh, yeah, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the jumping off point will actually be the two things I think that make your playing and your style unique is the finger style approach, cool. which is uh, and uh, flat wound strings. Yeah. Which you and along one of my other favorite guitar players, uh, Mark Spear from Crimpin, oh, goes cool. flat wounds. Oh, nice. Yeah. So that that brings a whole different aura and sound to to the setup of rock. It does for sure. So talk to me about how that started because I know you didn't really you you, you played with a pick from other interviews and stuff. You've yeah, yeah, noted. yeah. I, but now you're exclusive to finger style? Yeah, it just seems silly to play with a pick. <laughs> I just don't get it. Um, because you could pretty much do everything that you, it, it would be like playing, it's like, uh, like playing piano with your fist. Now, when you did you have that aha like, moment? Like, were there, like, I mean, the things kind of clicked? I think it was always, I mean, rock, rock is appealing to me, was appealing to me because I'm lazy and I'm stupid. And, and so, that's rock is awesome for that because you could sort of get to you could sound pretty decent pretty quickly by you know doing standard rock shit oh, and yeah. then um, you know picking the, the thing but then I always you know had this awareness and then I don't know and then actually Chero was the first uh, guitar player who utterly blew my mind and, I, and you know you know Chero, yeah yeah, right? yeah yeah because she's like one of the greatest guitar players yeah. in the world and and I happened to see her actually playing. When I was a little little kid, I remember being like, "Okay, so there's like, there's real guitar, and then there's, and there's rock guitar, you know, and like, and, and I'm all for like, stupid stuff. So so like, I, that's why I like rock. Um, but then, like, if you get into music, you kind of want to hear hear a different sound. It's like a like, bigger vocabulary that yeah, you have. Yeah, it's five times as big, you know, at, at least, you know what I mean? Like like because you're using five, or, or it's potentially five, five times. Yeah, and then, five yeah you know, and and, and so. You know, it was just like a whole bunch of reasons, really. But and then, but you know, who else? Seeing R.L. Burnside play, you yeah. Know, like you know, you just see these guys. It's like, well, they all the guys who sounded better weren't using picks. Those hill country, then, hill yeah. country dudes were. Yeah, and, and I got to see him play, and I, and I would be like, well, how can he? Why is there so much incredible sound going on, and he's not? It's not doing. It doesn't seem like they're doing anything. And then, and I got sort of obsessed with trying to figure that out. And then I just kind of, then I went to, I went to a bluegrass festival and a friend of mine had figured out some finger picking stuff and then he showed me a pattern and it just kind of occurred to me, I was like, well, why don't I just actually do the unsexy work of learning how to do it? Because that's the other thing is because you're so used to like, you know, 
shining your 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 rock horn, so to speak. Um, that that you kind of like, you just you just kind of. I don't know, like 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 like. It's probably a humbling experience. To it's really humbling. That's what I mean. So you're so used to like sounding good. Because you yeah you established yourself you as a player yeah, exactly, and then all and then all of a sudden you're like trying to figure out something really basic, and it's totally humiliating. It's and and, and I think that that's that's where people jump off because they're like, well, I, I play guitar to feel good, you know, <laughs> like I didn't play guitar to feel like not a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or, or just like incompetent. Yeah. And and, 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 and but then you kind of learn that vulnerability is a strength and you just it's just like practicing a certain kind of thing that is it's like trying to have to learn how to ride a bike. Do you recall yeah. that first pattern that your friend showed you? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's awesome. My, my friend Sam Dillon showed me. Is that? I use a phaser because people, it upsets people. <laughs> um. The other one that, that that was I don't know how I learned this 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 one's, this one's so hard to play. Like <laughs> oh yeah so. That's pretty much everything that I do is based off of that. Kind of that kind of stuff. Um, so do you ever yeah. find like there, uh, like when you're trying to convey something that's in your head, the idea of a sound, it, you miss like the attack of a pick? No, because you can get it. You can get it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, like, there you go. You know, and like, kind of. I'm sometimes, and I should, I should do like more stuff with a thumb pick, like Emmett, who I'm on tour with, and who's like, who's, we'll I guess speak my, to you in a little bit. Yeah, and, and, and Emmett Kelly is like, is my favorite guitar player. Like he, he can do it with a thumb pick. You get into that with him. Um, but, but yeah, it's fun. I'm trying to figure out how to do this shit. But it sounds kind of cool for it. The scratchiness of the, the attack is, is almost a cool. it's appealing. Yeah. yeah, it adds like tone to it. Yeah, I don't know. It's and and did the the flat ones. The flat wound strings applied to your guitars, was that before, prior, or during that kind of evolution of your playing? Well, I use my fingers and I use flat wound strings because I want to sound like shit. <laughs> um, so, um, and what's appealing about sounding like shit is it sounds really fucking awesome. Um, and what I mean by sounds like shit is just that maybe it's darker or sounding muddier. and muddier and, and uh, less distinct, less uh, impressive. <laughs> But no, really, why? Once somebody told me that flat wound strings weren't commonly used until the early '70s, and I realized that most of the guitar sounds that I like were from before from that. then, it was kind of a no-brainer. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's kind of the whole story, you know. And also, they sound they're just cooler. Also, like like look, there's no there's no squeak. Yeah, which is really cool, you know. So you could kind of that changes things a lot, you know. I, mean, I don't know. I always think that people should try them. Usually, especially if you have like a a telly, they sound really good. But I don't know. I, 
it's also I, I usually recommend people try them because nobody ever recommends to try them. Yeah. <laughs> like it's like and and it can really change your shit up really really quickly. It's, it's funny how the smaller things in terms of cost and the equation totally. can change yes, so much. Totally. And your attitude or approach to the instrument. Yeah, and then and I and I think also just the, somewhere along the line I really did get taken with the idea with the idea of making whatever you have available sound as good as possible. And yeah. the only way that you can really do that is how you uh, attack, how you hit the fucking thing. You yeah. know, it's just because it's, it's a percussion instrument, you know, like, so, like, you know, <laughs> it's like that, that's, that's, that's where it starts. It's yeah, like yeah, the rhythm yeah. of the instrument. Yeah, yeah, so it's just like, and, and I, I, it's just, there, there are so many fun ways, I, I feel like, to, to get into playing and stuff. And I feel like it's totally, it's been blown wide open by younger players. I mean, like the, the the kids on YouTube, particularly. It seems like a lot of young girls are doing finger style stuff. Young young women are doing really amazing stuff. And I, and I don't. It's just when I flick around things that come up on my social media feed, I'm continuously blown away. Yeah, it's cool. There's there's tons of picking and stuff. I think that that the kind of like the kind of rock whatever rules. Or whatever. Foot on the monitor thing. Well, I mean, that's always cool. No, uh, <laughs> no, no, no. But just like the kind of like, here's how you play guitar. You go like this, and you go, and you know, and oh. what's, what's important is this. You know, like this thing. It's like no, like this is way more important, in my opinion. Or just like, things like that. I think it's been shaken up in a, in, in a nice way. Or I, I hope it has because I certainly had. I was in my twenties. I was so bored with guitar, and I was like kind of had a bad attitude. And once I got into finger picking. It opened up a thing where it's like I still am not bored with playing guitar. You know what I mean? Like there's definitely no a lot more doors to open. Oh my god! Yeah, you know, like I, I actually, it's weird I, that that I like playing guitar because I, in my twenties, I definitely was it a resentment or was it? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like like um, uh, yeah, there's resentment, insecurity, all the things that make rock music what it is. Yeah, <laughs> and that's that's your twenties for you. Yeah, you that's right. <laughs> The twenties are so bad. You don't even realize how like fucking freaking out. Yeah. Looking over your shoulder and shit, just bumming it out. Yeah. Just, like, For like, no reason. Feeling like a fr yeah. It's like, dude, nobody cares. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. Um, well, but, yeah. we should continue along this dis oh, yeah, discussion. Sure. Sure, yeah, we yeah. have uh, a beautiful three thirty-five. Cool. Yeah. This is. Uh, I got this when I got this. I looked it up on the interweb, and it wasn't even on the interweb um, in in the early two thousands. Uh, but. It's a, What's its story? It's it's a TD. Okay. Which means that it has a coil splitter. Oh. Which, as far as I understand, because I don't know too much, um, but it makes the difference between like a full humbuckers in the same. Yeah, but and it's kind of cool because like. Um, and do you mess, do you mess with that? Oh yeah. Okay. I yeah. actually. Usually, Fender, yeah, or they, you, you associate that sound more with a, a Fender style guitar. Thing. But how did you come to, to own this instrument? Because it's a uh, thing you use quite a bit. It was in Chicago. Yeah, you know, I just ended up using it because it's the easiest one to play, and it, it, it looks kind of cool. Um, and that's that's kind of it, it. Just it ends up being the easiest one. Yeah. yeah I, I don't know why, because I like all my guitars a lot, but this is the most versatile one. It's, it works great in the studio. And I think I decided, I think for the Super Bowl stuff, just because it's like, 
stuff that I've composed or whatever, I was like, I should, I often like to challenge myself with whatever, kind of get, just grab a guitar that looks cool and then make it work or whatever. Yeah. And then in this case, I was like, no, I should probably like use a really nice guitar. <laughs> just just because it's like I worked hard to, to, to write this shit. So. And the new record, you use this, and I know you had a, a special acoustic, right? You had a, a Martin that you used Oh, yeah, in the yeah, yeah, I love that Martin, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I think that that's the record is, is just... Does it uh, Those, and plus this cool guitar that my friend Jimmy made me that's... Like oh, a, a Cobra, code. yeah. Yeah, yeah, man, the best. Uh, um, Caveman, check them out, too. Yeah, yeah, check out Caveman and check out Jimmy Carbonetti. Carbonetti guitars are, are, are yeah, really What's its cool. name? He gave it a, a wild name. I know it's basically Mo Diddley. It's called a... Uh, I give the name. I'll, I'll, we'll put it in the bottom of the screen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a. It's but a, it's like a Bo Diddley take, right? It's the name take, of right? an endless boogie song. Oh, the Savagest. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a great guitar name. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and, and I use that a little bit because that has like cool pickups that are like low output. Okay. Which is like another funny thing. Like I, I didn't know until recently that like low output pickups sound better. You just you more sound, fuller frequencies. I guess so. Yeah. I mean, I, I just normally I'd be like, well, high output must sound better because it's loud. It's louder. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Back to the twenties thing where yeah, it's, yeah, everything's louder yeah, and simpler. Yeah, totally. Um, <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, yeah, this guitar. So, but yeah, I just end up using it because I like it and and uh, and it's cool. It, it holds tune. And I know that you get the deluxe reverb here. It looks like it's a price something you're renting or taking with you, or is this a personal amp? Because it looks pretty clean. An amp that Fender was kind enough to give these to me and Emmett to use um, because Fender's nice. Um, <laughs> uh, 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 Matt Matt Ferrar Fender hooked us up with these because we we did we we're, were flying in from different places and and uh, but I'm really stoked on this amp. It's really cool. Um, it it sounds good. It's easy. It's you know, I don't, I don't think I have it above three ever. And you're um, using the the reverb and the tremolo on it. I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah and it's cool. I, I guess you could both you could use the reverb and tremolo on both channels. I recommend the shit out of these. Any of these little Fender Silver faces that they're that they're currently making are excellent and widely available. And I I fully uh, endorse using them. And then for like my the amps that I I have at home, I have a, I have a Lombardi. Huh. I don't know, we should get a, you should get a shot of this. Look up Lombardi, you won't believe it. They're, they're an old Italian company. And Interesting. absolutely incredible. And again, I'm not much of a gear guy, but it boggles my mind that people don't know about this company. It's really good. Lombardi uh, ampli is, am Amplificazione. And is it an active company? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And they make amazing shit, like amazing shit. And they, they make incredible microphones, um, which, which we use. Um, yeah, so, uh, so I have a Lombardi amp, and then I have an amp that Austin Hooks made me, which is like a Bell & Howell projector amp. Projectors. Which actually, fuck, I have to pay him. <laughs> Austin, I'm going to send you money. <laughs> um, right when this is done. Yeah, or, yeah literally. <laughs> um, and then this goes on to the pedals, because remember when you talked to the magazine, you, you had, I think, maybe even, I don't even know if you had a pedal. Yeah, oh, you had a Nunez pedal, I think well, this it was. Well, this is kind of going back to this, doing the Super Rules thing live and stuff because, of course, I initially was like, I'll just bring up whatever and make it work. And then I was like, yeah, you know, I should probably have to get a fucking pedal board, you know, and like just to kind of give some, because it's normally, it's often just me and then we've, me and Emmett have sort of developed this two electric guitar th sound and, and, uh, and I stole a lot of uh, 
equipment ideas from. I was going to ask because you know someone is not in so much to gear. You, right. Where do you turn? And then so pedals. I guess you go to a friend. I, yeah, I like distortion pedal. I mean, not real. I like overdrive pedals. And then, luckily, because I'm old, and I I've been around long enough that some some people have been kind enough to reach out to me just along the way, and I find out about pedals here and there. So like, um, like um, like the Earthquaker dudes years ago sent me these pedals. Jamie uh, and Julie are good people. Yeah, they're so cool. And so, and, and then um, this red one, somebody stole from, uh, stole my, my other one from uh, this coffee shop in Brooklyn, Variety Coffee, and I was really bummed out. I, I like, I brought it, I was producing a band, and I thought maybe they'd want to use it for some overdubs, and uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a black strap electric green leaf pedal, and it's really cool, because it, you could... Yeah, let's hear some of these. So it, that doesn't cancel, the notes don't cancel out, like it, like... I don't think I've ever really heard that in a... I just thought it sounded cool. Um, and I like that it doesn't, that the notes don't cancel each other out. You can play like a, a full chord, so it sounds... Um, and the hot cake is another level of the distortion. Hot cake, no, well, this, the hot cake is, uh, I'm borrowing Will Oldham's, it's a New Zealand-based company, and Emmett swears by it, and Emmett was like, dude, get a fucking hot cake. I was like, okay, I'll get a hot cake. <laughs> Actually, I don't know how to get one, and then Will lent me one. And it just, it's just. Nothing, and this is hot cake. Just really kind of more. Yeah, it's just more, more stuff. Um, and then you get the the phaser to piss off people. How do you got that? I set? love that. I try to use the phaser all the time. It, it, years ago, I was like, oh wait, every record that's amazing has a fucking phaser. Yeah. <laughs> like, like it's it, they're particularly like '70s records. I love the way you know Waylon Jennings' guitar sounds and uh, the, the Van Halen guy and. Uh, um, <laughs> You know, shit like that. Um, it bit. just moves. It gives it a little does. movement. It does. Yeah, no, yeah. It's, it's, and then you uh, got the vibrato too, so that helps. You know, you always got yeah, something moving. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and facers are just so cool, and and I, I try to use it. I think actually, on, uh, I think it's on the whole time. <laughs> um, yeah, well, during soundtrack, I could hear it. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, that's what I, that's what I brought out. There, I'd like, in fact, the reason that I have a hot cake, which is incredible. I have a, a similar thing from Nunez uh, yeah. amplification. That, that's that's another just you know, kind of like a cook, I don't know what range driver it's called, but it, it just sort of cooks the sound a little bit and, you know. Uh, oh yeah, and then this thing. Dispatch. Echo, yeah. Oh, okay. Which I just, I don't know. <laughs> it makes an echo sound. It repeats. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's it's okay. I'm. I'm you know, I'm bummed that I have pedals. It's pretty humiliating. Really? But really, that's what music is about. Yeah. Being bummed, being humiliated. I, I thought it'd be so. It'd be so cool if I was standing here. I don't use a pedal, man. What about, <laughs> right? Wouldn't that be cool? What about a tuner, though? Would you come with a tuner? Or no, no, man. I mean, if I was cool, I'd be like, yo, 
this I'd just be sounding great. I wouldn't use anything, you know. I wouldn't even have a guitar. It would be awesome. <laughs> well, before we let you go and we talk to Emmett, you had mentioned that you guys kind of created a two-guitar sound from a, a one-guitar band or idea. So how have you guys coalesced in terms of like what he brings and what you do? What's important about the way that me and Emmett play together is that we never, ever, ever talk about it. <laughs> it's actually true. I don't think I've ever had a fucking discussion with him about. You just jam. I mean, she just can't. He, he, he's like the best guitar player. So, it's, and and uh, I, I feel like our style. It's great. We didn't even have to. It was like, because he, we both have worked together, but a lot, of, mostly separately, with the same uh, singer and writer, Will Will Oldham. So, Emmett's done a ton of work with Will, and mm -hmm. I've done a ton of work with Will, and usually separately. So. I think it was it had to have been Will's idea to, to be like, well, why don't, why don't we do this tour and have you and Emmett? We'll just see what happens because it should be good. And yeah. We're like, we're like, duh, that's a good idea. We, we've done a previous tour where we had a bunch of musicians and me and Emmett were the guitar players and stuff, but this was like the idea is like just these two guitars. Mm -hmm. That's it. You know. No drums, no bass. No, no. Um, <laughs> it's so nice to not play with drums and bass. The and instruments I love, or I, the I, people? I, I love playing bass. Like bass is the only like bass is the thing. Like I'm a fucking I'm, the, I'm a really nasty, gross rock bass player, and like all of my taste and humbleness goes out the window when I play. We're even talking about bass. I'm like, yeah, dude, I rip, because because like I'm a guitar player, you know. And so guitar players are stupid, and so they play overplay on bass and think it's great. It's awesome. It's um, great. So it's so, very true. Yeah, I, and I love actually, and Emmett's one of my favorite bass players too. Um, and he's kind of the same way. Just lots of notes, no taste. <laughs> uh, but. Uh, yeah, uh, but but really, we, I've never had to talk about it. As soon as we started playing, it sounded fucking sick. And, and uh, but Emmett is like is a master at at, at making everything sound better. I, uh, um, I think, and also he is he's probably played about a th ten thousand more shows than I have. <laughs> like he's, he's a busy dude. He's a very very busy dude and stuff. So so. Uh, um, I'm looking forward to watching his rig run down because we have a rule where we don't talk about this, this stuff so I could watch his thing and then find out. Technically, you wouldn't be talking, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> hey, everyone, we're on the other side of the stage with Emmett Kelly. Emmett, how are you doing? I'm okay. Thank you for taking the time to talk to us. Uh, sure. Let's just dive right into it. Yeah. Knowing you with Ty and other acts to have less Pauls, we had talked off camera, you used to have a 59 that you're waiting to get back. 59 uh -huh. uh, less Junior. Paul. Junior. Yeah. Yeah, you're waiting to get that, was it like five years you've been waiting it's on? It's been a while, yeah. yeah. We won't call it the guy because we'll hopefully get you that guitar back. But uh, talk to me about this Tele. When this did is, you get it? This is, I've actually, I haven't been using Les Pauls for years now. Okay. But, uh, I play this Tele, um, it's a Jerry Donahue oh. Tele. If you don't know Jerry Donahue, he was casters. Uh, yeah, and Fairport Convention. Oh yeah. That's how I Way knew Way back. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, he's got a weird style of, um, it's, it's bridge, bridge, neck out of phase bridge neck in phase neck with the tone neck with a tone disabled which is pretty cool because that out of phase thing is really nice you know and do you use that a bunch with like when you're playing like when this on this gig? tour i use it a couple times um for specific things when we chime in like i all i kind of do it almost sounds like a 12 string sort oh. of like i'll play the an octave higher mm. and with that it sounds really shiny and cool yeah. Well, right on. Yeah. And how long have you had this? I guess a handful of years now. Okay. I'm not sure exactly how long it's been. Yeah. 
And uh, what strings you put on there? Strings or gate? Uh, Ernie Ball, Diodarios? I mean, I've always used Diodarios, but I've I stopped caring, I think. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Are you also using flats or are you using... I use round ones. I used to use flats, but um, it was too expensive yeah. to keep, because especially in like, I normally play kind of a more aggressive music than on this tour normally, mm -hmm. and I have to change my strings every other show, and it just, it adds up after yeah. a while. It is a pricey proposition. Yeah. Now, Matt was saying that you use a thumb pick for this. For this I use group. a thumb pick, yeah. And is that just, I always use it. Okay, so it's, it's yeah. like your thing. It's not just for like yeah. comping with Matt. I, I like to use my fingers, but sometimes I, um, I generally keep it right here and play like this. Gotcha. But then sometimes you gotta you do gotta the pick, in. you know? Yeah, yeah. All right, well, we'll keep on. Is there anything we should know on before the pickups are the same, like as you got it? Nothing modded like that? Well, I guess this is like a Jerry Donahue pickup, apparently. Oh, okay. Like, you know, his redesign of a bridge tele pickup. I have no idea if it's any different. Okay. And this is apparently a strat neck pickup instead of the one that they like have. Like a telling neck. Yeah, which huh. I've never liked a telly until I found this one. And I love it completely to the point where my strat that I've been using, uh, I've, I've just about, it's being modded right now to be identical to Tele electronically. So it'd be just two pickups, same pickup, same five switch, five way switch. Cause I like to have the out of phase thing. I, I generally like to try to figure out a way to get my guitar to sound as bad as, po as possible. <laughs> Between you and Matt, you guys, you guys have an affinity for shit. Well, it's just, it's bad just, sounding. It's like, there's quotes. something about the, just sounding sounding like it's broken kind of it like it I don't know it's you'll see yeah 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 well continuing along here we got another amp as Matt said I'm sure this is an, another a gift from Fender yeah it's just a brand new straight off the belt deluxe and it's great but it's um I, I you know I, I have to use stuff all the time to make it sound the right way and then just let's start there then with the pedal board is okay. that one thing that I know that you've had for a while and that you well I've been like I I've been putting together pedal boards for a long time but like it's starting to get to a point where I think that this is sort of the way I want it to be so Can you show the camera if you if we bend down real quick sure to, just to show how, what you mean by that well it's just uh, yeah I don't know if you can see but uh, oh I've had it like yeah I screwed everything onto the board so that it's just it's just for cleanness. I mean, I was using I was using zip ties like this kind of, and oh, okay. and like you know like for a long time this was just hanging loose and like it, it the, the zip tie would get in the way of the pedals, so sometimes if I stepped on it it would it wouldn't turn on you know, so I kind of just went to town on it and figured out this way of bolting everything to the board, and it's great. It looks crude, but it's very thought out. It's super thought out. I mean, like it took me a long time to figure it out, but. Um, yeah, so. So you start, like I said, uh, you help Matt get the hot cake, but this is the thing that I've known you, you've had for a while. It's kind of. I use the hot cake all the time, and it's my favorite pedal. The, um, this one's cool because it's two in one. And um, it's cool because sometimes I'll use, the, use it just as like a, as if it's like overdriving an amp, kind of. Mm. Like for this type of gig, we play pretty quiet. Like I can't really drive the amp, you know? Yeah. So I use that to kind of make it sound like that, sort of. 
I mean, it doesn't sound like that. It sounds like the hot cake, but there's a second one to be like up all the way because it really oh, yeah, sings, you know? Yeah, it, it, it's the clearest distortion. I mean, I, I just love, I can really get notes to be crystal clear, which is, you know, important to me a lot of the time. Yeah. You know? Can we hear the two kind of voices it has? There? Yeah, it takes uh, it from a Fender to a whole nother world. It just, yeah, it just rips it into, but you know, that's that's what the Fender sounds like. Yeah. So it's like, that's that's how I sound. And I'm sure Perry will show up a picture, but yeah, literally the second side and the left side of the pedal, everything's goosed. Yeah, it's up all the way. And then there's like a second drive, because it's like, a, I guess it's in line, so. So it's running into it? It's, yeah, I don't know. I don't really understand how it works, but I love it. You like how it sounds, yeah. and that's all that matters. Yeah. So I guess maybe I'll let The other you thing that's on all the time is the phaser. I never, ever turn it on. And it's, you have to kind of dial. It's the slowest setting, setting, and I just like for it to always be kind of morphing. Mm. Pretty mild, but it's really significant. But if you're listening, you, you know something's happening. It's Yeah, it's just it's just the imaging is kind of going like this really slowly. Yeah. And it's cool because, um, I mean, I like to have one amp, I mean, it normally is two amps, and I like to have one amp not with a phaser, so that what's actually happening is kind of a weird imaging thing. If you're standing right in front of me, you can hear your perspective shift. Yeah. Which, I, I only want to sound like trippy. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how else to say it, but like I like hallucinatory kind of things, and so anything I can do to make it sound like that. Yeah, to let it kind of wash yeah. over you. Yeah. And how are you using the tremolo? Oh, this is like Ferg. I play with Ferg sometimes. He's opening up for us, and uh, and he he's like, "Will you come and sit in with me?" I'm like, "Sure." And I'm, he's like, "You got tremolo?" I'm like, "No." And he's like, "Okay, I'll bring you a pedal." T R two. Well, it's just. I guess it's crucial to his sound. Yeah. So, we'll see, but it's um, it's just a normal tremolo. And I, no, I wouldn't. It wouldn't be there. Normally. It wouldn't get screwed in, is what we're saying. I wouldn't use it. <laughs> it's so, cool though. Whatever. Now we had talked right before we started rolling that these three pedals that we're going in line here. Okay, I'm yeah. not so familiar these, with the company or <coughs> company. So talk to me about this company called Frederick Effects. Oh, okay. And um, from what I gather, they're basically dudes in a band who can't afford pedals, which is like sort of the situation. You know, a, a, a super fuzz, a Chenet super fuzz is like a, too expensive. It's like $700, yeah, $1,000. Enough I mean, you could get for an in instrument. I mean, it's ridiculous. And it's just a piece of nothing. You could make it for 10 cents. You know? Yeah. And so, it's like that's the best fuzz there is, and so um, or the companion fuzz, which is the one that I like more. Similarly, it's like we found one. It's like five hundred bucks for a fuzz pedal. I don't know. I mean, I get it. It's like a collector's item, but it's bullshit, you know. Yeah. And especially when you, you know, you're supposed to play the damn thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Anyway, so Frederick Effects guys, I guess they play in a band, they're British, 
But I don't know. I, mean, I tried to write to them, but they didn't respond. But because um, <laughs> I love get their attention. I love these pedals so much. I mean, like they're they're um, the first one is a combination of the super fuzz and the companion fuzz, and it's I use it in the companion setting, and it's just shitty, like awesome. That, that's gnarly. And then this other one next to it is called a Verserer, I guess, and it, it's it's modeled after what they said was the only East German fuzz pedal called the Bum Trick Verserer. But uh, I've never seen anything like it. It looks like a VHS cassette, kind of. Wow. But uh, I don't know what it is, but it sounds kind of like you're plugged straight into your stereo system but it's broken. It's <laughs> just cool as hell. The best is when they're both on. And then there's this other one that's the Regent, which I just got, which is like a, a preamp to a Vermona amplifier, which is also an East German amp. And, and apparently they're uh, just some shitty East German crappy amp that, that, that's like in all, uh, apparently like if you went in a certain era, if you were at a gig, that's the amp that would be there, the mm. Vermona Regent. Kind of like going on Broadway, you got the PVs. The PVs like a standard. Yeah, it's like club the PV, yeah. yeah, maybe of like the Eastern Bloc, and it <laughs> it sounds like. The way that I like it is to have the hot kick kind of driving a little bit, and then I'll put this to boost that even further. But do you ever run all four? Absolutely. Okay, that's <laughs> fucking right. I'm curious what Jerry Donahue would think of uh, what's the noise that's coming out of that sucker. If you're watching this, please get in touch. The the secret of all of these though is the Miku stump. Pedal. I was gonna, yeah. Which the, is, the graphic um, nature of the pedals very. It's, it's a really bizarre pedal, yeah. and, and I keep it. I mean, the reason why I got it is because this friend of mine named Vice in LA. He um, he does a lot of video work. He does the videos, and uh, but one of his videos is that he's do, does a lot of Earthquaker devices pedal things. Yep. And I did one, and uh, it was it was cool. Like he had this mountain of Earthquaker pedals behind me, like as I was doing the thing. And there's a mountain, literally, because they have like 100 pedals or yeah. something. But uh, either way, like on top of this mountain was this soul weird Korg pedal with an anime character on it. And I was like, what the hell is that? And he's like, oh, that's, they call that the least usable pedal on Earth. 
And I was like, cool. And so I immediately went home and bought it. <laughs> That's I, a great I had no idea what it was. I mean, it was like, okay, worst pedal of all time. It's it's the uh, it transforms your guitar or anything you feed into it into singing voice of this anime character. Oh, you gotta be kidding me. Yeah, no, and it's really cool because it because <laughs> it has there's different there's different uh, like phonetic sounds. And there, there's a random, two random settings for different phonetics, and then there's phrases which apparently are randomly generated Japanese words. But I, I can't tell you what they are. I don't know if anyone could. But, Man, uh, it's a pretty wild because I mean it sounds ridiculous. But the best thing ever is this. So specifically in the context of this gig that you're doing right now, like how this does is, it get... This doesn't get turned on. Oh. I mean, I, I use this because like, I'm really into, uh, you know, I don't know, um, especially over the past few years, I've been kind of like starting over a lot in a lot of ways, but like the, um, one of the things is like where, why would you choose to play a note or, or another note? I mean, like where, what's the, What's the point of doing any musical uh, gesture? Mm. <laughs> Which may sound ridiculous, but it's it's real. I mean, and uh, that's a severe introspection. Well, yeah, it's like kind it, of like a nervous breakdown in a sense. But it's yeah. it's it's actually really good because it it you know it um, I you know I think about things as uh, music, and music is uh, a pretty vast landscape. It's just that it's, um, you kind of get into a tunnel vision situation or like kind of like Groundhog's Day thing where you pick up the guitar and you, you know, it's just like kind of like, shit, is this like what I'm doomed to do forever, you know? Yeah, like and a then, loop. Yeah, and so whatever, I mean, it's cool. I love the guitar and I love all these old chords, but I kind of want to find a new reason or a new place to start. Or mm. I, That's why I got really into synthesizer and, but then uh, this um, pedal is interesting to me because it kind of works almost like a pitch to voltage converter where, but it's not, I mean, it's just a, a shitty idea, um, brilliant idea, but it's, uh, you put a note into it or you put audio into it and it tries to track it with its weird crude technology and, and so, it's, you know, it's really dorky if you try to do it. Yeah. It's really dorky, but if you try to, like, put, like, obscure sounds into it, you know, that doesn't sound like anything. You know? Yeah. So... It's just really cool because it, like, introduces random notes. Have you fed it? through your keys and synthesizers? I mean, yeah, I've, I've done like a lot of, sent a lot of stuff in there. I mean, I've, I was uh, for a while trying to make something out of some Evan Parker records where I would play a record record of like a saxophone solo into 
something like this or an actual pitch to voltage thing to try to like make kind of weird collage music out of his saxophone. Mm. It, you know, the coolest thing about this kind of stuff is that it's not remotely close to perfect. So it comes, something else comes out. I mean, like you can talk into that thing and, it, and it'll try to find the notes, which is really cool. Yeah. You know, because there are notes. It's just we don't think of things, um, you know, I don't know. That's how, yeah, our voice is Noise is a, is, a, is a note, is notes. And like, you know, sounds everywhere, like the sound of the air conditioner, you could feed that in there. And it would probably just be a drone, but it would determine a note in, for some, some, in some weird way. Something is resonating in it. It's just kind of cool because it's a, and you know, I use it in some like improvising stuff or uh, in Ty's band a lot I use it because oftentimes it's just complete madness is sort of. Well, chaos is encouraged, I'm sure. Well, <laughs> it, it's, it's just, I don't know about chaos, but it's sometimes madness is encouraged. <laughs> and so I keep the Miku stomp uh, at available uh, distance so I can play some weird ass shit. <laughs> madness can ensue. <laughs> but the, you know, the phaser is always on. The hot, and then, you know, mainly like, I don't really like to like, mess around with pedals too much but as you can see the only things I'm really interested in are getting it to sound weird kind of sound get the signal to sound different so it's like it's like different gain stages or different distortions or fuzzes that's like the only thing I really care about as yeah. far as that goes yeah but then also like with this this out of phase setup is like you know it's like insanely bright Just kind of like this between this and that there's a lot of stuff to mess with yeah yeah but well, I mean I'm not I normally use two different amps and so it's a different uh, setup for here but this is pretty good because I can make it work for with a fresh off the belt Fender Deluxe yeah I'm sure people if they tune in halfway through this video and catching the noises especially from that last stomp that you showed us yeah, they I mean, will never guess ridiculous. that it's a Fender yeah <laughs> it's, it's just through. ridiculous because the, the um, the Korg thing is just like for fun, you know. Yeah, and you've had you had me at the graphic when I saw that I was like, well, this will be an interesting discussion point at some point when yeah, we yeah, uh, yeah. talk about it in the rig rundown. But Emmett, yeah. thank you so much. Yeah, no worries. Man. I appreciate you. Cheers. Everyone man. out there, stay safe. And a uh, big thank you to the Mercy Lounge. This might be the last time we film here, so thanks for doing Music City right, guys.